with a record of 29 wins, no losses. He has 22 wins coming by way of knockout. The reigning, defending, undefeated, Well, this one's going to be fun. Welcome to the Punch Podcast. You've got Jabin, episode 11, and one that I've been really looking forward to getting to you guys as well. Some big news that Matchroom are going to start doing some shows with DAZN in our fine land in Australia. And look, the card looks amazing. Liam Paro, Brock Jarvis, we've got Sky Nicholson, Dempsey McLean. It's going to be full of Aussie stars. But let's just get it straight from the horse's mouth. The CEO, the chairman of Matchroom Boxing. Welcome to the Punch Podcast, Eddie Hearn. Jabin, how are you, mate? It's uh, great to have you on the Punch Podcast too, by the way. Welcome to Australia. Thank you, mate. Thank you. I heard you say today it's your first time. I didn't know that. Not even once down under. No, first first ever time, unbelievably. And uh, it's taken a long time, but... Listen, I'm here because I'm impressed. You know, I've been impressed with what I've seen in terms of the talent, also the shows, the you know, the, the, the job that the promoters are doing here as well. And you know, we're trying to take over the sport globally and, and we want to be in every market that has potential and every market that is exciting. And Australia, I think we can do big things there. Have you been sort of thinking of that over the years as you've been sort of taking some of our stars under your wing, <laughs> the ones that are all announced yeah. on this card? It's all been a part well, of the future plan? Yeah, I just think that, you know, I know I've never been here before, but even coming here this week just sort of confirmed the fact that you're just the same as us, mate, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, you love live sport, you love being entertained, you love a great night out, you love a beer, you love your fights. And I just think that, you know, we can bring what's been successful around the world to Australia and make it a success here as well. You know, we're looking to do four to six shows a year here. We're not looking to come in and, you know, be overly aggressive and take everyone out. We're looking yeah. to work with everyone. Yeah. But, you know, we've seen this week, it's a, it's a very small world of boxing in Australia. Everyone seems to know everybody, but I guess we come as a peacemaker. I've sort of listened to what everyone's got to say. We're willing to work with everyone. We've got our talent as well. And, you know, two of those are actually fighting each other mm. on this card. But we just want to make great fights. And I think I'm going to put something together for September that's going to surprise a lot of people. And I think people are going to really enjoy it. And hopefully people like what we do. And, and you know, we can be here more often. Well, you've got two great names announced as your headliners uh, for this great card, Liam Paro and Brock Jarvis. So like you said, they are both signed to Matchroom. Was there any doubts of putting those two together? But I do love what you said about just putting the best fights together. So what do you do? Yeah, that's a good example, those two. Like Liam Paro could have been on the card. Brock Jarvis could have been on the card. And they could have fought two people you've never ever heard of, right? Mm. What's the point? Yeah. Liam Parra against Brock Jarvis is a brilliant all-Australian fight. You've got 22 and 0 against 20 and 0. You know, you got the DiCarlos, you got Jeff Fennick, you know, Angelo DiCarlo is godfather to Jeff Fennick's daughter. You know, everyone's got the hump that they've taken the fight. Like, the, the, the narrative is fantastic, but I know that that fight will be a thriller and we will only be judged on the quality of our shows. So it's not just that fight. You know, I want Dempsey McKean yeah. in a great fight. I want Sky Nicholson in a fight for her first title. I want three or four fights underneath that that are absolute all-Australian wars. If you want to be on this card, and I've had 50 phone calls since I've been here from fighters and managers and trainers trying to get on that card. If you want to be on this fight card, you better be prepared to be in a great fight because what I'm not willing to accept is shit fights that bore people. If I'm going to come here, we've got to do it properly. 
and we've got to do it right. And, and that's how we'll be judged. And I think we'll put a great card together for September. Have you sort of frameworked it off like the ones you've done with, say, Liam Smith in Liverpool? The ones that when you place him in those and the whole place is just alive. I watch those and I see that's essentially what you're doing here. Yeah, I think sometimes, like, as a promoter, really, all you want to do is put on great fight cards, mm. right? And you're, you're judged on that. So we, want, we never want to put a bad card on. You know, we never want to put a bad fight on, but sometimes you're just kind of, you know, you're, you're dealing with managers and promoters and lawyers. And, of course, every, their job is to get the biggest fight, the easiest fight, for the most amount of money, right? Mm. We have to put on great fights. Liam Smith against Anthony Fowler was a great example of just a brilliant fight. Mm. Like, two scousers, two light middleweights, number one and number two in the country. What are we doing? And that's why Pyro Jarvis is such a great fight. Yeah, because like I said, twenty-two and 0 against twenty. Now people talk about Brock coming up from one thirty-five. Don't worry about that. Brock's massive. He's... You know, we just had a face-to-face at the press conference. He dwarfs Liam Paro. <laughs> yeah, but anyone that's watched Brock Jarvis fight, you know, this is going to be an absolute war. So you know, I, and we will only be judged on the excitement of the card. So I'm really pleased these guys agreed to fight, and um, you know, we need to make more fights like this. It's not. There's no value in me not making a good fight. Sometimes we're kind of under pressure from, like I said, other people who don't want to take the fight. But here you've got two camps that believe they can win. And, you know, they're all excited to be a part of, of our first show. You touched on Brock Jarvis there and the size of him. I mean, last time he fought was 130. He's up 10 pounds and looks like an animal. <laughs> mm. He was huge he, today. Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe that he was fine at 130. No, it was such a challenge for him to get down to that weight division mm. he had to move up I mean I think they were going to go to 130 uh, 135 mm. but even that you know they started saying I mean he's walking around now he's probably 155 156 pounds <laughs> did you know that, and he's in training yeah so he's going to be a force at 140 pounds his engine is unbelievable so you know you know that he's going to be non-stop and Pyro is going to have a tough tough night. This is going to be a really, really tough fight. The great thing about it, it's definitely going to put one of the guys on the map in Australia. Well, both of the guys, but for the wider public rather than the boxing community. So that's, there's benefits but to it. But that's what we need. Yeah, that's what, that's what we exactly. need. That, but that's the problem with boxing in Australia. You know, I went to Justice Hooney against Goodall the other night, good mm-hmm. fight, but it was on pay-per-view. You're charging people 60 bucks for that fight. How many people watched it? You know, like, and, and at the end of the day, how do you expect to raise the profile of fighters when the audience is so limited? Mm. But it's not the promoter's fault. Ultimately, that's the only model that the broadcasters are looking at. And they will until we make boxing big enough for them to actually spend the money on rights fees away from pay-per-view to air these fights. So, you know, we just got to do a better job and a bigger job. And it's no criticism of the promoters over it because I think they're doing great. But we've got to find a way to reach out. Like in boxing in Australia, everyone's going to be talking about Pyro Jarvis, right? Yeah. Debating it, who's going to win, great fight. But outside, not a lot of people know about Pyro and Jarvis. So how do we do our job to make sure that people do? And, you know, but it was important to, to make a fight that engaged at least the boxing community here, you know? And mm. that's what we've done. Well, your shows are amazing. I've watched a ton of them, so you definitely know how to put one of those on. There's no question about that. Sky Nicholson, you've really done some amazing work for her. Who has four fights in three months? I don't know who's got an engine like that, but she seems to do it. So, And she's ready to go again in September. Yeah, she's, she's done great. You know, moved over the other side of the world. As you've seen a lot of these Australians do, you know, Dempsey McKean now, 
he's in camp in London, you know, for his fight in September. Ebony Bridges now full time in the UK, you know, moved over, got great training. And Sky did as well. You know, she realized that to get the top training, to get the top sparring, you needed to be in the UK. And she made the move, was due to have three fights before heading back this summer, managed to squeeze in four um, and hasn't lost a round. So she's going to fight for her first championship fight over 10 rounds. And, you know, her, her stock, her profile has risen considerably in the US, particularly, and the UK. And obviously, she's very well known here as well. So, um, you know, she's, she's had a great rise. Women's boxing, you know, obviously was on the rise, but Taylor Serrano was uh, even cement, better. Yeah. And, yeah, incredible. And, you know, there's a lot of great fighters here that aren't even part of our team. Taylor Robertson, Shanika Johnson, you know, all this, this talent. And Sky's leading the way in terms of profile. And, um, you know, she's, she's going to be in her first championship fight in September. You speak of Serrano and uh, Taylor as well. I know backstage I saw you speaking to Jake Paul and mentioned Sonny Bill Williams. Is he on your radar here, Sonny Bill, for one of your cards yeah. in the future? Yeah, I've met Sonny, but I really like the guy. You know, I think he's a, a great individual. I think he's a good fighter. You know, he's a legend of, of the sport of rugby, but he really is putting the time in. And a lot of these guys, you know, whether they're YouTubers, whether they're footballers, some of them, you know, are boxing at a decent level. I don't believe Sonny Bill Williams is going to go on and win world championships, but he's improving and he is now capable of at least competing against professional fighters. So is Jake Paul. But I would love to make Sonny Bill Williams against Paul Gallen. You know, Paul Gallen, of course, lost recently, but that's a huge fight. I don't want to, you know, I feel like boxing in Australia has become big through footballers, yeah. right? But, and I don't really want to concentrate too much on the footballers. But I also understand the number and the interest that fights like that can create. So, you know, we know Sonny Bill Williams very well. Whether that's a fight that we look to do, you know, we're going to be here in September with this fight card. Then we're going to do another fight card in December. So, you know, maybe that's something we look at. But just learning, to be honest with you, learning about the market, you know, learning about the individuals and the people, but excited to be here and I think it yeah, has great potential and you got dreams to take it around the country Sydney, Melbourne obviously the first absolutely. one in Brisbane yeah, yeah absolutely you know I mean we look at the fighters on the card of course Paro McKean yeah. Nicholson you know they're all yeah. based in Queensland so it was common sense to do something either in Brisbane or the Gold Coast mm -hmm. but Sydney Melbourne you know the, the great thing that you guys have is support of local government that yeah. are willing to invest in bringing events here and we don't have that in the UK. We're, we're totally reliant upon ticket sales, which thankfully you know, we do very well at. But this isn't about just making Australian fight cards. This is about the potential of bringing an Anthony Joshua or a Canelo Alvarez or you know those kind of levels of guys to this territory in time. And I think if we get it right, that could be a possibility. Well, that'd be amazing if we could get mm. get one of those names here. And, and like you said, you've planted the seed in uh, in Australia now, and we look forward to watching the Matchroom One grow because, like as you said, as soon as there was an announcement, there was a tweet a month ago or something said, I'll be out there soon. I think we all just went, oh, yeah, something cool is <laughs> going to come. So I yeah, guess you, you enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we definitely do. And, and we've been watching your stuff for a while, and all your shows are always at that high level, and you, you know how to put them on. So the proof's in the pudding, right? We, we just get to sit back and enjoy it now. Matchroom, I guess, have the, the clout to be able to pull good names too over here and stuff like that, which might not be the case for everyone else. Yeah, I think we've got a great stable of fighters. You know, we want to invest in Australian boxing. We want to build the talent here. And by the way, there's some really good young fighters as well. You know, 3-0, and 4-0, and 5-0. And, and, and we want to help develop those fighters as well because we have to build the next generation of talent. 
in this country if we're going to be here over time. So yeah, we you know we we obviously promote some of the biggest fighters in the world, but at the same time, we want to invest in boxing here and make sure that there, there is talent coming through and being given the opportunity to progress. Have you had a text yet from your DAZN ring announcer, David Diamante, saying, I'm coming oh, to Oz? Of course, everyone, everyone's <laughs> excited. I mean, this is my first time here, so, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people that haven't been. Yeah. And all the team, the commentary team, you know, David Diamante, everyone's very excited to come to Australia. And, you know, I've got to go to the Middle East from here to, to announce and fight, but don't really want to leave, to be honest with you. I'm going to head up to the Gold Coast this weekend. And, you know, what a beautiful place, so can't wait to be back. Well, we love it, and we look forward to September. Eddie Hearn, thanks for joining the Punch Podcast. And, uh, mate, we are really, really, really excited to see what you're about to put on in this country, and I guess we're all going to be there. I can guarantee that. All right, mate. Great. We look forward to it. See you in September. Well, there you go. That's the update. Matchroom and DAZN are coming to Australia to put on a whole bunch of fights, and Eddie Hearn just gave us all the latest. Obviously, there's going to be a date to be fixed soon, plus a full fight card, which we will keep you up to date with here on the Punch Podcast. How you get tickets, all that other info. You can also keep an eye on the Matchroom socials and DAZN socials, and Eddie Hearn loves to post stuff on his Insta as well, so... uh, He normally reveals stuff long before he's allowed to. So from what I've heard, that is the Punch Podcast today. My name is Jabin and I'll see you next time.